to the Steelers by the Lake Podcast. My name is James Strong, joined once again by my co-host Cody Tanner. Cody, how are you on this fine Friday evening? James, I'm fantastic. I forget it's Friday. It just seems like the, the week has been dragging along. We're finally here to the kind of weekend. I got to work tomorrow. But you know what? In two days, James, Steelers football's back at 4.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Uh, so I'm excited for that. James, how are you doing? Doing all right, buddy. Doing all right. Very much so looking forward to a little Steelers football this weekend. Yep, no we doubt can, about that. We can use it. Um, this is official. Is this official, James? 250. Yeah. Last episode was episode 250. So this is episode 251. Quite the milestone that we've come to now. Yeah. Wild. Wild to see where we've been in the last three. This is year three now, right? Four year we're in year four, so we finished year three. We started in 2019, yeah. Wild, wild behavior from us. Anyways, uh, we have some <laughs> shout outs from for you guys because a lot of you guys actually went and voted uh for us for podcast best podcast out of Erie, Pennsylvania on eriereaders.com. You use the link that we had or whatever that we shared on social media. And uh James, we have some special thanks. Yes, yeah, a lot of uh friends. Checked in online and indicated they had voted for us. I'm going to trust you all without screenshots. Uh, Catherine Dellcamper Yezzy, uh, appreciate you uh, putting a post in support of us up there. Uh, while you're voting for the Steelers by the Lake podcast, don't forget to vote for Dellcamper's Jewelry Connection as your best uh, local jeweler. Dellcamper's uh, Jewelry Lynn- Connection. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, buddy. That's the one. That's the jingle. Uh, Lynn Yezzy also voted for us. Trisha Dabowski, uh, my wife's cousin. Uh, Heidi Gewurz and Alicia Osika. Appreciate every single one of them. Appreciate y'all very, very much. Um, now it's time to talk Steelers news. We got some transactions that happened. Then we're going to get excited for um, a little bit of injury reports. Sometimes not excited. Just kind of depends on how you look at it. And then we'll talk the Rams roster, who we're going up against this Sunday. And then we'll give our three keys to success against them. Reminder to you guys that we are also on Pro Sports Fans app on Wednesday nights, every Wednesday night live at 7. We have a live show, interactive show. You guys can come on, interact with us, talk with us, even join us on video potentially sometimes um, if we're doing kind of the the join-in kind of thing. Um, and then on top of that, there's a bunch of other cool guys on there that have their own shows and stuff like that. We, we will be doing, uh, two live broadcasts during Steelers games at the end of the year, the Seahawks game and the Arizona game, uh, potentially another game in there as well. We'll, we'll get to that at some point, but we're looking forward to those things. Again, that app can be found on any mobile device at Apple or Android at your app store. And again, pro sports fans, PSF. So James Steelers news time. Let's get into it. Uh, kind of yeah. not, kind of not Steelers news here. Eagles news, but former Steelers news. Uh, Eagles did sign the quarterback that we had on our practice squad, Josiah Scott, off of our practice squad, and then we also released Desmond King. So two cornerbacks leave the team, and then we sign cornerback Darius Rush, uh, another tall, speedy guy in the secondary, and from this past draft. Yeah, yeah, former uh, fifth round pick in this most recent draft class. Uh, almost six foot two, 195 pounds, ran a four three six forty. Uh, very explosive, very athletic guy out of South Carolina. Uh, just a raw prospect. That's the thing here. So did not make the initial 53-man roster with the team that drafted him. Uh, then he was sitting on a practice squad. 
uh, which Pittsburgh thought, hey, let's bring him in and see if we can work with him here. You know, uh, I don't expect him to dress the rest of the season to be a completely transparent uh, a guy that raw. You don't want to put him out there and have him lose confidence. You want him to sit behind someone like Patrick Peterson who can help him out with pointers and advice. You want him in the room with Terrell Austin and uh, the secondary coach. I think Grady Jackson, is that his name? Mm. Uh, but you want these coaches to work with him, give him time to really work on his craft, and then see what you have next year in the preseason with him. Uh, and, and coincidentally, at the same time, you'll have Corey, Corey Trice coming back from injury as well. Uh, so hopefully they're able to let him just sit on the back of the 53. Um, maybe some potential there as a gunner is is – as fast as he is, he might be able to excel as a gunner. So uh, if he does get forced into action, I could see him getting some time on, on the kick coverage units, yeah. uh, specifically punt coverage and kick coverage. But yeah, absolutely exciting. At least it's a guy that's young, that's really athletic, that has good length and size and speed yep. and has potential to turn into something, which is something that was lacking on the roster right now. So you take a shot at a guy like this. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't matter. It's a it's a veteran minimum contract going to him right now anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Very, uh, very potential or very minimum you know, expenses for him risk and the chance. Yeah. yeah. Minimum risk. And there's a chance, like yeah. you said, that he's a good gunner. You want to know who's a bad gunner though. The guy that you don't even want to play at gunner. Bad gunner is gunner Olszewski. <laughs> and gunner <laughs> Olszewski is reported to be being released by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, now this would easily make way for Deontay Johnson to come back from the, uh, the injury report, which or injured reserve, excuse me, uh, which is what we kind of talked about before the show. And then we also have both Deontay Johnson and uh, Anthony McFarlane expected to play this game. So that's very exciting. We talked about that last show, how both those two and Pat Fryermuth were excited uh, to potentially come back and play. Pat Fryermuth is, however, as we transition into the, talking about injuries, uh, is the only player at this point who is already listed with a game status of out. So we will not see Pat Fryermuth on Sunday against the Rams. Very unfortunate, but you know what? That gives us some exciting time to more more exciting times to look at Darnell Washington, uh, Connor Hayward. Yeah. These guys can get more playing time. So excited for that. Yeah, and then the uh, also the undrafted kid that played yep. last week uh, had that great tackle and uh, had Ro a Rodney Williams recovery. Yeah, Rodney Williams that recovered that blocked punt almost inbounds for a touchdown. His almost. So close. Uh, so. Uh, that's going to give him an opportunity and quite likely, and I hate to say this, but because Pat went full participant on his Wednesday practice and then went limited Thursday and then didn't even participate today in practice, that's a bad sign that he probably retweaked that hamstring and didn't fully heal. Uh, so if that's the case, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out for another three or four weeks. Hopefully it's a very minor setback and only costs him another week or two maybe. Uh, but I won't be surprised just with the nature of a hamstring injury until you're a hundred percent, you're not out of the woods with them. Uh, so I, I worry that this is something that's going to cost Pat a few more weeks. Uh, if that's the case, at least the backup tight end uh, is a guy that's got some really good special teams value and some good athleticism. Uh, he's an on the move kind of tight end. So um there's some positives in the darkness of not having Pat Fryermuth. Uh, as Cody indicated, everybody else seems to be ready to go. 
Uh, so that does mean that we're going to get a lot of starters back for this game. Presley Harvin will be back punting for the team again. Uh, the starting right guard, James Daniels, appears to be healthy and ready to go uh, also. Uh, and then as we discussed previously, looks like Deontay Johnson is scheduled to be coming off of the injured reserve. Uh, likely Anthony McFarland as well, as he's been a full participant all week in practice. Uh, there was a little bit of a tweak to Nick Herbig's quad, apparently. Yep. It was limited for a couple of days this week, but a full participant today. Thank goodness. Uh, looks like TJ Watt should be good, too. He had a heel injury creep up on him earlier in the week, so... Uh, it's a great report for Pittsburgh. You'd love to have Fryermuth back too, uh, but at least everybody else appears to be trending in the right direction. And uh, reports are that Cam is looking good in his recovery process too, uh, but they got to start the window on that, and they're not going to start the window until they think that it's imminent that he'll be back within two or three weeks. Otherwise, yeah. it's, it's counterproductive. Yep. Otherwise, you can't use him for the rest of the year, and we don't want that. Oh, God, no. No, we saw that mistake once before. Yeah. Uh, the Rams injury report. So they have Ernest Jones, a linebacker with a knee injury, didn't participate on Wednesday, limited yesterday. No, no, And we don't have any other Rams injury reports for today, just to clarify. That's a starter, too. That's that is a starting a middle linebacker. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Laurel Murchison. Murchison is what I believe his name is. Uh, another mm-hmm. knee injury, didn't participate the first two days of the week, so not looking great for him. Same thing with Kyron Williams, a running back, a backup running back with an ankle injury. No, 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 that's their starter. He's oh, been having the other a guy, monster year. Isn't the other guy yes. on injury reserve? Their top two guys went down last week. So Kyron Williams has been the, the superstar running back for him thus far in the season. He's had an excellent start to the season, uh, and he's out. So they're on to like a, a sixth-round rookie that's going to be the starter this this week. Uh, and has not started in the NFL previous I, to this. I'm not going to say that's a good thing at this point because <laughs> you don't it's know. It's better than going against Kyron Williams. I'll it's just fair. say that. <laughs> uh, ben Skorink? Skorink? Skoronic. Skoronic. Wide receivers yeah. with an Achilles injury, limited participation all week so far. Uh, Coble Turner, defensive tackle, shoulder injury, limited yesterday, or limited on Wednesday, full on Thursday. I'm assuming he will be a go. Uh, Joe Noteboom, a guard with a groin mm-hmm. injury limited all week so far. That's questionable. Kevin Dotson, former Pittsburgh Steelers uh, guard, is listed with an ankle injury but did participate all week long. So he is expected to be going. James, you told me something shocking uh, while we were before the show <laughs> that he's ranked out top two. Yeah, yeah. PFF has him as the number two offensive guard in their rating systems. Uh, that's in three weeks starting for the previously mentioned Joe Noteboom. Uh, he's starting at right guard while Joe's out injured. Uh, so apparently he's doing pretty well. They're saying that he's looking a lot better in run blocking than pass blocking, which does indicate that there is some sort of not 100% satisfaction with his pass blocking. Sounds familiar. He was an absolute mauler in the run game for us as well. Yeah. Uh, so one of those things that if you – the weakness that he had in Pittsburgh, and I don't know if it's the same for him there, if he's learned from it, or if he still struggles with it. Uh, the weakness he had with Pittsburgh was running stunts on his side. Yep. Uh, he didn't always pick up the guy twisting or stunting into his hole. He'd just kind of get confused by the whole motion of it, and then people would come through uh, right where he was. So hopefully Pittsburgh targets him with that over and over. I think you could have a lot of success in doing so. Uh, the last one they've got listed on there, Darion Kendrick, uh, the starting cornerback. He hasn't practiced all week. Um, he was arrested after last week's game on a uh, felony gun charge. Yikes. Uh, so he's been out. Um, 
obviously, pending whatever legal situation is going on for him. All the details yet, but it doesn't sound good. Uh, so, yeah, he's le- not likely to play for them as well. No. Uh, apparently, Akella Witherspoon having a nice season for them also. So, some former Steelers finding some success in Los Angeles. Yeah. It's because of the sun. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's because of the sun. Moving it's because they have the sun. We have snow and rain and clouds. Um, so we're going to talk real quick about their roster, who to watch out for, stuff like that. We kind of talked about the injuries. Uh, quarterback Matthew Stafford, the man could have played in Pittsburgh with how tough-nosed he is. Um, I remember watching games where he you know, dislocated a shoulder and threw a touchdown pass. Like, just crazy. Uh, with I his think he time. played on a broken ankle once. He too. did play on a broken ankle. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he did. It was something. I don't remember what it was. I yeah, um, just he's crazy. had some nasty injuries and played through them. He's tough, man. He has uh, the running back Kyron Williams. We talked about so Ronnie Rivers more than likely getting the start. Uh, the wide receiver group here, Cooper Cup being their number one, Tutu Atwell for more than likely playing the slot or number three. Uh, Puka Nakua, their rookie at a BYU. Holy crap. The kid's having a year. He has 300-yard receiving games already, one of them 163 yards. Um, only two touchdowns, but he is lighting up the scoreboard and destroying defenses. So that's something we got to watch out for. Uh, tight end, Tyler Higby and Bryson Hopkins. Tyler Higby is, uh, under, I think, an underrated tight end in the league, honestly. And then when mm-hmm. you look at their offensive line across the board, Alaric Jackson, left tackle, Steve Avila, left guard. And then you have Brian Allen and Coleman Shelton. Uh, on their depth chart, sharing the starting role, you can't have two starting centers. So I don't, I don't know which one of those two. I just don't know enough about their team. In all honesty, who's been playing more? You might know that. Brian Allen's been a starter in previous years, so I don't know unless he's been injured. Maybe, uh, maybe that's what's going on there. Yeah, I can't imagine you're sharing, you're splitting snaps in a in a regular season game with two centers. <laughs> it doesn't um, happen. Yeah. No. Joe Noteboom, uh, the starting right guard, again injured and then kevin dotson playing for him more than likely going to be playing today or uh, on sunday excuse me and then rob havenstein the starting right tackle um their offense has been doing well this year not as well as the years past yeah. you know the super bowl year or anything like that but their offense is putting up points yeah and this team was expected to be one of the worst teams in the nfl and they're mm-hmm. actually winning games yeah uh, a little clarification the running back zach evans listed as their third stringer is the one expected to start uh, he's the late oh. round rookie. So okay. I think Ronnie Rivers might also be out. That's wild. My guess is maybe he's on IR or something because we didn't see him on the injury report. Uh, but some, yeah, some surprises here. Uh, really, the the potential of this unit, the passing game is what you fear, right? Stafford, like you said, heck of a quarterback. Uh, Puka Nakua, a mid-round pick that turned out to be awesome so far for them. Cooper Cup back and fully healthy, already cranking out 150-yard receiving games. Uh, And then the the third guy listed there, Tutu Atwell, known for blazing speed. Uh, So you've got every characteristic on their top three wide receivers uh, and something that definitely needs to be accounted for in all directions there. Switching over to the defensive side of the football here, uh, their starting defensive end uh, is Jonah Williams, nose tackle Kobe Turner, uh, defensive tackle, uh, stop me if you've heard of this guy before, Aaron Donald. Stop, stop, heard of him, uh, okay. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, outside linebackers Michael Hote, uh, Byron Young, inside linebackers Ernest Jones the fourth, and Christian Roseboon. 
Uh, and then the secondary, the corners, Akella Witherspoon, Darion Kendrick, who we just mentioned about as far as his legal issues, Kobe Durant, the third corner, and then the starting safeties, Jordan Fuller and Russ Yeast. Uh, Byron Young, I understand their outside linebacker having a real nice season so far, getting uh, a lot of pressures real high on the list. Three sacks already. As a rookie. Yep. Yeah, it's very good. Very good start for him. Yeah. Um, I'm really going to be upset if we lose to this team. Not going to lie, because this is the team. <laughs> the, the the Broncos this year have beaten one team, and they shut this oh, no. team out. They didn't <laughs> score a single point against the Broncos. Uh, it was like 41-0 or something stupid like that. Is that like week one or something? Before no, they that was three weeks ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Three weeks ago. They're probably like triple team Pukunakua, and it was the week before Cooper Cup came back, I bet. Probably. It's probably something stupid <laughs> like that. I mean, that's what I would have thought. <laughs> yeah. So three keys to success. James, do you want me to go first, or would you like to? Uh, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to mention the uh, punter, Ethan Evans, kicker, Brett Mayer, oh, yeah, long snapper, Alex teams. Ward, and then the return men slated as Austin Trammell in both positions. Uh, but – the three keys to success, you're not going to be surprised by a lot of this because it's a repetitive thing for me a lot of times. Get after Stafford. That's key number one. If he's sitting back there comfortable, he will light us up. Uh, so very important that we get after him and get a lot of pressure on Matt Stafford. Try to get him to the ground, maybe get him a little uncomfortable. Um Again, like I mentioned earlier when we were talking about their offensive line, I would be pulling twists and stunts on that right side of the offensive line all game long and, and keep Kevin Dotson guessing as to what's coming his direction because it's just something that he struggled with pretty mightily while he was with Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, number two, sound coverage by our secondary. Got to be on your and cues gentlemen you got to know exactly where you're supposed to be on every assignment and you got to stick to your guys tight uh you give any windows to stafford he's going to take advantage of it number three i want to see the offense run for 120 plus yards Ooh, before it used to be 100 yep i want to see 120 plus Last year, we saw a big difference from the before the buy rushing performance versus the after the buy rushing performance. If I see 120 plus yards rushing in this game by the whole team, not just one guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I see that, I will be hopeful that the offense has figured out how to run the ball in the second half after the um, after bye the bye week. week once again. So uh, that's my three keys. Cody, what do you got for yours this week? James, I got one that's going to kind of go both ways on the ball, offense and defense. Control the trenches. I want our offensive okay. line to make sure that we're not getting sacked, uh, that Najee Harris has somewhere to run and isn't getting blasted three yards behind the line of scrimmage every play that he gets to run. Uh, control the trenches. And then that defensive front, the, uh, you know, our linemen uh, without Cam Hayward, Ke- Keanu Benton, uh, and then TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, that those guys can get in there and make Stafford uncomfortable make Zach Evans uncomfortable. I want the whole trenches to be controlled by Pittsburgh this game. Number two, specifically going on the defensive side, uh, it's kind of the same thing with you. Sound secondary, but just don't give up the big plays. Uh, Puka Nakua going off with over 100 yards receiving in three games. I, I want to prevent any of their receivers from having 100 yards receiving this game. I think that would be fantastic, and that's a good start. <laughs> to put it in, in perspective. And then the last thing is uh, control the field position. I, if we have to punt, Austin Trammell is actually a very capable uh, punt returner, kick returner as well. But punt returner, he—I mean, I think he had a 29-yard return 
uh, last week or two weeks ago against the Cardinals. Um, very capable return man. Control the field position and win the field position battle uh, with, you know, Presley Harvin coming back, getting some good punts, putting him right outside the one-yard line like he did the one week. Um, seeing some good work out of the Gunners. Maybe we, you know, maybe they happen to use Darius Rush. I don't expect him to come in even play as a, a Gunner in, in his first game with us. But either way, um, he'll, he'll probably be one of the inactives for sure. But just want to control that field position, make it so we have shorter fields to move the ball on offense, and the Rams have longer distance to go to score. So those are my three keys to success. Uh, if I... If I were to be able to do a fourth key, uh, it would be to attack the middle of the field with tight ends in this game. It's something that Rams coverage guys, that Rams beat writers, whatever, are talking about that they've been exposed heavily on all season long. They're getting torched over the middle. The linebackers not being able to cover tight ends at all. Uh, so it's something that Pittsburgh, regardless of whether or not they think they have the personnel to do it, needs to just attack it. Yeah, uh, because you know Connor Hayward, even though he's an exercise player, is an excellent uh, receiving option. Darnell Washington has some incredible hands, uh, and then the uh, the young guy seems like he's he's pretty good on the move as well. So I would just attack it, attack yeah. it, and see what happens. That's fair. And if I had a fourth one, it would be win the turnover battle. But yeah. we're not going to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> not you in a turnover battle. <laughs> uh, so that's going to wrap up this show. Again, we we thank you guys so much for listening, watching. Uh, whether you're listening on your phone or mobile device or on a laptop or if you're watching on youtube we thank you guys so much be sure to like and follow on facebook twitter instagram tiktok and youtube subscribe and ring the bell it is free it doesn't cost you a thing and download psf app we'll see you on there on wednesday again thank you guys so much and this is james and cody signing off peace